Week with Mission 4110, and this is your morning moment for Wednesday morning. It is hard to believe that one year ago, yesterday, was the very first debut of what was then called the Morning 120, where I was trying to give a devotional in two minutes or less. But the problem with that was I'm long-winded and two minutes or less really didn't work out for me. But we persevered on and we've actually come a long way from that first video. Um, let's see, we now are on, we're now doing them on Instagram. We're podcasting. That was a new development. The background has gotten a ton more stuff. Uh, let's see, my dogs have made their appearance in the background as well. And well, the viewerships have gone up too, which I'm pretty awesome to see. And I'm so glad that you guys have stuck with me for an entire year. And hopefully we keep moving on. If you haven't had a chance yet, check out the new Mission 4110 podcast. There's a preview episode up there now so you can hear what you can hear the music that we're going to be playing and you can hear some of the interviews that we're going to be having in the future. I'm so excited to offer it to you guys to listen to. So what do you say we get into our morning moment? When I was growing up, one of my favorite TV shows was Mr. Rogers. I would hear those chimes kick into that theme song and I would plaster myself in front of the television. And I'm going to be very honest with you. I watched the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks and I bawled like a baby because, well, let's just face it, Mr. Rogers was the epitome of neighbor. And that song, Won't You Be My Neighbor, he influenced, I don't know how many millions of children throughout his life. And he has a special place in my heart. And I hope he's got a special place in your heart too. In fact, if you want, leave a comment and tell us what your favorite episode of Mr. Rogers is. I'd like to hear it. But anyway, today we're going to talk about this concept of neighbor and who is your neighbor. Now, our scripture today is going to come to us from Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 25, and it's probably a very well-known portion of scripture. It starts out by saying, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to to do what <laughs> what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly. Jesus replied, do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? In this part right here, Jesus is going to break out into a parable. And we talked about parables earlier. And we said that these are moral stories they are stories that we can all learn a lesson from. And so Jesus replied by saying a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. 
The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? And the expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Now, Jesus picked this setting between of this road between Jerusalem and Jericho because it was a very dangerous road. There was a lot of crevices and rocks and hills and stuff where bandits and robbers could hide. And it was very very, very common for people to get robbed on this road to Jericho. So Jesus sets the story up with something that everybody is very familiar with, but then he breaks the status norm. And he says a man was beaten and left half dead. Okay. Now in their minds, they're automatically thinking, well, this is a Jewish man. Okay. So here comes a priest. And what does the priest do? He goes and helps him. No, 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 he doesn't. He goes to the other side of the road. He says, you know what? I can't be bothered with this guy today. I've got many more important things to do. And off he went. And then comes a Levite. And he too passed by him. And then a Samaritan came. Now, this is where it gets really groundbreaking. Because at that point in time, in their minds, the priest and the Levite were supposed to be the heroes of the story. But instead, Jesus vilified them. And then... Here comes a Samaritan. Now, the Samaritans and the Jews hated each other to the point where there was bloodshed. And so they are thinking in their mind, well, this dumb Samaritan is going to walk right past too. Well, then Jesus flips the script on him and he says, the Samaritan helped him. And not only did he help him, he pretty much gave this man his entire life for that short period of time. He gave him oil. He gave him wine. He put him on his own donkey. He paid two denarii. He basically gave everything he had for this Jewish man that was beaten and laying half dead on the side of the road. And it really blew their mind. Now, why am I talking about this today? Well, because it seems to me that there is a lot of division within our church. There is a lot of self-inflicted division in our church. We've we, we've pretty much drawn these battle lines. We, we, we say we're Democrats, we're Republicans. We say that we're maskers, we're anti-maskers. We say we're vaccine, vaxxers and anti-vaxxers. And, and we can think of all kinds of different ways that we as a church can identify ourselves. But in all actuality, we are all each other's neighbors. So I ask, would you be willing to go out of your way And to give everything that you had, if needed, for somebody that you don't agree with. You know, we live in this cancel culture where we like to say that if I don't agree with what you are saying or with what you are doing, then I'm going to try to... Pardon me, got a little busy with my hands. But anyway, we live in this culture where we say, you know what? If I don't agree with you, then I'm going to try to just cancel you completely out so that nobody can know who you were. But is that really what we're supposed to do? I mean, let's be honest. Some of the stuff that is being canceled nowadays is iffy at best. Now, I do agree with some of the things, but I think we take it to an extreme sometimes where not just saying, okay, we're not going to do it anymore. But we're just going to totally get rid of it all together. That's, that's pushing it a little bit. 
you know, this whole concept of neighbors is an interesting concept because we would love to say that the neighbors that we have are the people that we agree with, but the ones that we don't, well, they're just these people. But in all actuality, Jesus is saying, listen, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter. Anything of this nature does not matter. What matters is just that you love one another. That you have this unconditional, sacrificial love. Do those words sound familiar? We find ourselves in the Lenten season where we look at the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. And why did he, why did he have to die on a cross for you and for me? And he did it out of a love, a sacrificial love. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. Jesus was the ultimate example of loving your neighbor. He loved his so much that he died for them. Are you willing to do the same? Let's pray. Father God, neighbor is such a hard concept for us sometimes. We find ourselves dividing our, our, ourselves and, and choosing our corners and, and fighting for what we believe in. And yet, Jesus tells us a story of two mortal enemies that loved each other. Father, I pray that we identify more with that Samaritan than we ever will with the religious leaders. And that we show the world what sacrificial love is. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Friday. Keep alert. Stand firm in your faith. Be create, courageous. Be strong. And let all that you do be done in love. Take care. God bless. Thanks for listening to today's Morning Moment. It is my hope that today's devotional has inspired you. And if it has, can you do me a favor and share it? And then just take a few minutes and rate the podcast as well. These two things will help me immensely to reach more people and to help them to experience the gospel of Jesus Christ like never before. Also, don't forget to subscribe so that you can get the podcast when it releases. If you'd like more Mission 4110, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you for joining us on the Mission 4110 podcast. Take care and God bless.